Decision podcasts by the New York Prosecutors Training Institute are made possible by Voice Pods. Convert your text to voice at voicepods.com. Read this decision at NIPT Law. www.nypti.org slash law. Matter of New York Civil Liberties Union v. New York City Police Department, decided December 11, 2018. Garcia, J. Civil Rights Law Section 50A requires that police officer personnel records be kept confidential, and sets out a procedure to obtain a court order of disclosure. Petitioner, the New York Civil Liberties Union NYCLU, seeks disclosure of protected personnel records from the New York City Police Department NYPD pursuant to the Freedom of Information Law FOIL, contending that compliance with Civil Rights Law Section 50A is unnecessary where an officer's identifying information is adequately redacted. We disagree, and hold that the requested personnel records are exempt from disclosure pursuant to Public Officers Law Section 87 and Civil Rights Law Section 50A. I. The party's FOIL dispute concerns documents generated in connection with NYPD disciplinary proceedings that arise out of allegations referred to the NYPD by the New York City Civilian Complaint Review Board CCRB. A. The CCRB was created in 1992 as an independent city agency empowered to receive and investigate allegations of police misconduct against NYPD officers. Among other things, the CCRB investigates civilian complaints and submits its findings and recommendations to the NYPD Commissioner see New York City Charter Section 440 c. 1. If the CCRB substantiates a complaint against an officer, it may refer the case to the NYPD for formal disciplinary action. If the NYPD chooses to prosecute, the subject officer is served with written charges and specifications identifying the alleged misconduct. See 38 RCNY 15 to 11. NYPD disciplinary proceedings are conducted in the NYPD's internal adjudicatory forum and hearings are open to the public. Following an administrative hearing, the judge issues a draft report and recommendation, consisting of a summary and analysis of the testimony, recommended findings of fact and conclusions of law, and recommendations for the disposition of the charges and specifications. The draft is sent to the parties, including the subject officer and his or her counsel, for review and an opportunity to comment. The Deputy Commissioner of Trials or an Assistant Deputy Commissioner then finalizes the report and recommendation and forwards it to the Police Commissioner, along with the transcript of the proceedings, any exhibits, and any comments submitted by the parties. In rendering a final determination, the Police Commissioner may approve the recommendation or modify the findings or the penalty. If the Commissioner approves the findings and penalty, the Commissioner stamps the report and recommendation as approved and signs it, along with a disposition of charges form that identifies each charge, its disposition, and the penalty imposed. b. In August 2011, the NYCLU submitted a FOIL request to the NYPD seeking 1 c OPs of all final opinions dated from January 1, 2001 to present, from the Department Trial Room Deputy Commissioner of Trials adjudicating charges and specifications arising out of cases in which the CCRB has substantiated charges against a member of the department, and 2 c OPs of documents identifying the formal and final discipline imposed in conjunction with each decision. The NY 
NYPD denied the request, reasoning that the requested records were exempt from disclosure under several FOIL exemptions, including Public Officers Law Section 87 which provides an exception for records that are specifically exempted from disclosure by state or federal statute. In particular, the NYPD asserted that the records were protected by Civil Rights Law Section 50A since they are used to evaluate the continued employment of police officers by the NYPD. The NYCLU administratively appealed. The NYPD granted the appeal in part, producing more than 700 pages of disposition of charges forms with redactions intended to conceal the identifying information of the subject officers and complainants. With respect to the final opinions, the approved report and recommendation documents, the NYPD denied the appeal, again concluding that the documents were exempt from disclosure pursuant to Public Officers Law Section 87 and Civil Rights Law Section 50A, among other FOIL exemptions. The NYPD noted that Civil Rights Law Section 50A defines a process which is the exclusive means for obtaining records that fall within its purview and requires, among other things, giving notice to the police officer who is the subject of the records, and obtaining a court order directing disclosure pursuant to the process defined in Civil Rights Law Section 50A. The NYCLU then commenced this CPLR Article 78 proceeding, seeking disclosure of the withheld NYPD disciplinary records. Supreme Court denied the NYPD's subsequent motion to dismiss and directed the NYPD to select five decisions at random and redact them to remove anything to identify the subject of the complaint. Supreme Court further ordered the NYPD to notify the subject officers of the proceeding and the proposed redactions. Pursuant to Supreme Court's order, the NYPD selected five decisions, applied redactions, and submitted the redacted documents to Supreme Court for in-camera review. The NYPD also filed an answer to the NYCLU's petition, contending that disclosure of the documents, even in redacted form, was prohibited by Civil Rights Law Section 50A because the redactions could not adequately conceal the office's identities. The five subject officers similarly objected to the disclosure of the redacted documents. Supreme Court subsequently deemed the redactions adequate and ordered that a LL future requests are to be done as the five in-camera submissions. The NYPD appealed. The appellate division unanimously reversed and dismissed the proceeding, citing controlling precedent, namely our decisions in matter of Short v. Board of MGRs of Nassau County Med. Center and matter of Carlin v. McMahon the appellate division determined that it could not order respondents to disclose redacted versions of the disciplinary decisions matter of New York Civ. Liberties Union. The appellate division granted the NYCLU's motion for leave to appeal. 2. The FOIL exemption at issue, Public Officers Law Section 87 provides that an agency may deny access to records that are specifically exempted from disclosure by state or federal statute. The parties agree that the disciplinary decisions requested by the NYCLU are covered by a state statute, Civil Rights Law Section 50A. Civil Rights Law Section 50A provides that a LL personnel records used to evaluate performance toward continued employment or promotion shall be considered confidential and not subject to inspection or review. The statute contains only two exceptions to confidentiality: officer consent, Civil Rights Law Section 50A1, and court authorization, Civil Rights Law Section 50A3. Subdivisions 2 and 3 of Civil Rights Law Section 50A set forth a procedure to obtain a court order of disclosure, and establish a number of procedural safeguards that must be observed before judicial authorization may be granted. 
Specifically, Subdivision provides that p re are to issuing a court order authorizing the release of confidential personnel records, the judge must review all such requests and give interested parties, including the subject officers, the opportunity to be heard Civil Rights Law Section 58 the court may not issue an order without a clear showing of facts sufficient to warrant the judge to request records for review In addition, Subdivision provides that if, after such hearing, the judge concludes there is a sufficient basis to request the records for review, he shall sign an order requiring that the personnel records in question be sealed and sent directly to him Civil Rights Law Section 58-3. The court must then review the file and make a determination as to whether the records are relevant and material in the action before him if that standard is satisfied, the court shall make those parts of the record found to be relevant and material available to the person so requesting id. A. The disciplinary decisions requested by the NYCLU are quintessential personnel records protected by Civil Rights Law Section 50A. The statute was designed to protect police officers from the use of their records as a means for harassment and reprisals and for purposes of cross-examination by plaintiffs' counsel during litigation matter of prisoners' legal services, of NY v. New York State Department of Correctional Services, collecting legislative history to that end, Civil Rights Law Section 50A prevents release of sensitive personnel records that could be used in litigation for the purpose of harassing or embarrassing officers id. at 33. Documents pertaining to misconduct or rules violations by an officer are the very sort of record which, the legislative history reveals, was intended to be kept confidential id. at 32. Contrary to the NYCLU's claim, the protection afforded by Civil Rights Law § 50A is not limited to the context of actual or potential litigation matter of Daily Gazette Co. v. City of Schenectady, see also Prisoners Legal Services. Rather, the legislative objective of Section 50A extends beyond precluding disclosure on behalf of defendants in pending litigation, it seeks to prevent any abusive exploitation of personally damaging information contained in offices' personnel records Daily Gazette. Indeed, if the statute's protection were limited to the litigation context, civil rights law Section 50A could easily be circumvented by the simple expedient of making FOIL requests for the records first and bringing the lawsuit later prisoners legal services. Accordingly, the decisive factor in determining whether a personnel record is exempted from FOIL disclosure under Civil Rights Law Section 50A is the potential use of the information, rather than the specific purpose of the particular individual requesting access, or whether the request was actually made in contemplation of litigation Daily Gazette, emphasis added. For instance, in matter of Daily Gazette, the petitioners, two newspapers, submitted FOIL requests seeking police department records concerning disciplinary action against 18 police officers. Rejecting the petitioners' exceedingly narrow interpretation of Civil Rights Law § 50A, the court determined that statutory protection over police personnel records went beyond precluding disclosure on behalf of defendants in pending criminal cases, and applied irrespective of the identity, status and purpose of the person requesting access. Potential abusive exploitation, the court noted, exists irrespective of how, at whose behest or for what purpose the information is released into the public domain id. at 158. Because disclosure of the requested material in Daily Gazette presented the risk of its use to embarrass or humiliate the officers involved, the documents remained confidential pursuant to Civil Rights Law § 50a Daily Gazette. 
Much like the disciplinary records shielded from disclosure in Daily Gazette, the documents at issue here are the very sort of record presenting a potential for abusive exploitation and intended to be kept confidential under Civil Rights Law Section 58 Daily Gazette, 93NY2D at 159, quoting Prisoners' Legal Services, 73NY2D at 31. The NYCLU's FOIL request seeks internal police department disciplinary records, spanning a 10-year period, that arise from civilian complaints against NYPD officers. These records are replete with factual details regarding misconduct allegations, hearing judges' impressions and findings, and any punishment imposed on officers, material ripe for degrade-ing, embarrass-ing, harass-ing or impeach-ing the integrity of an officer daily gazette. The documents are, accordingly, protected from disclosure under Civil Rights Law Section 50A. B. Once it is implicated, Civil Rights Law Section 50A does not merely guarantee confidentiality in the abstract. Rather, the statute establishes specific procedural rights and mechanisms designed to implement its protective goals. In particular, while protection under Civil Rights Law Section 50A extends broadly beyond the litigation setting, disclosure is strictly limited to specified contexts under the statute Daily Gazette, 93NY2D at 154. The statutory language clearly provides that, before disclosure may be ordered, the court must determine that the requested records are relevant and material in the action before it, and even then, it authorizes disclosure of only those parts of the record found to be relevant and material to the pending action Civil Rights Law Section 50A emphasis added. Construing this statutory text, we have unequivocally held. There can be no question that Civil Rights Law Section 50A permits court-ordered disclosure only in the context of an ongoing litigation prisoners legal services. Absent officer consent, protected personnel records are shielded from disclosure except when a legitimate need for them has been demonstrated to obtain a court order based on a showing that they are actually relevant to an issue in a pending proceeding Daily Gazette. Here, in the context of the NYCLU's FOIL request, the requested records are not relevant and material to any pending litigation Civil Rights Law Section 50A and accordingly, they are not disclosable. C. The NYCLU and its amicus advance a number of policy arguments that, in their view, counsel in favor of disclosure. Public access to NYPD disciplinary decisions, they contend, is critical to maintaining public confidence in the integrity of the police force and ensuring that NYPD disciplinary actions properly apply the relevant legal principles. And redactions, they argue, are commonly used in a variety of contexts to balance transparency goals with individual privacy interests. The NYPD similarly suggests, at least before this court, that redacted disclosure of protected personnel records in the FOIL context obviates the need for strict compliance with Civil Rights Law Section 50A where the redactions are, in the department's view, adequate to protect officer confidentiality. These policy arguments are not new. To the contrary, in enacting and amending Civil Rights Law Section 50A, the legislature was well aware of them. In fact, opposition to the bill was expressed on the ground that the needs to prevent oppressive use of police personnel records do not offset the benefits of assuring the availability to the public of the performance evaluation of its servants Daily Gazette, quoting Mem of Special Duty Addy Gen Joseph P. Hoey, Special Prosecutor Suffolk County, Bill Jacket, L. 1976, ch. 413. The legislature recognized that Section 50A would have some restrictive impact on open public access and would have the effect of insulating certain disciplinary records from disclosure id at 155. 
Notwithstanding this resistance, the legislature made the policy choice to shield the personnel records of these officers from disclosure by extending broad statutory protection while providing only limited exceptions for their release id, at 154–155. We are not at liberty to second-guess the legislature's determination, or to disregard, or rewrite, its statutory text see Wolpef v. Cuomo. The alternative redacted disclosure regime proposed by the parties would eviscerate the legislature's mandate. Civil Rights Law Section 50A sets up a legal process whereby the confidentiality of the records may be lifted by a court, but only after an in-camera inspection and affording affected parties notice and an opportunity to be heard Daily Gazette. The party's proposal would, instead, enable an agency to circumvent the host of statutory protections belonging to covered officers by simply applying redactions that the agency, in its sole discretion, deems adequate. That scheme would transform Civil Rights Law Section 50A into an optional mechanism applicable only when and if the agency chooses to invoke it. Importantly, the FOIL exemption at issue, Public Officers Law Section 87 applies not only to Section 50A personnel records, but to all records covered by the various state or federal statutes that serve to protect the confidentiality of countless categories of individuals. That exemption incorporates protective statutes that safeguard the confidentiality of, for example, sex offense victims, civil rights law section 50b, medical patients, public health law section 2803c3 f, and prospective jurors, judiciary law section 509 a, to name a few. While nothing in FOIL prohibits an agency from disclosing exempt records at its discretion, j. Rivera dissenting op at 7 emphasis added, these distinct and mandatory New York statutory provisions expressly operate to guarantee confidentiality notwithstanding FOIL's permissive disclosure regime e.g. Civil Rights Law Section 50A requiring that a LL personnel records, shall be considered confidential and not subject to inspection or review emphasis added, Civil Rights Law Section 50B requiring that t he identity of any victim of a sex offense, shall be confidential emphasis added, Added Public Health Law Section 2803C requiring that e very patient shall have the right to confidentiality in the treatment of personal and medical records. Emphasis added. Judiciary Law Section 509 requiring that juror qualification questionnaires and records shall be considered confidential and shall not be disclosed. Emphasis added. Nothing in FOIL authorizes a petitioner, or a government agency, to exercise absolute discretion to override these critical statutory protections or their promise of confidentiality J. Rivera dissenting op at 7, 22 the reasoning of Chief Judge Cook's dissent in short, which would have ordered disclosure of redacted abortion records protected by Civil Rights Law Section 50b. Here, too, Civil Rights Law Section 50A provides the exclusive means for disclosure of confidential personnel records. The parties cannot sidestep its mandate through the expedient of redacted FOIL disclosure. 3. FOIL's statutory scheme separately makes clear that redacted disclosure cannot be compelled where, as here, an agency has met its burden of demonstrating that records are exempt from disclosure under Public Officers Law Section 87 a. FOIL's exemption provisions are housed in Public Officers Law Section 87 which enumerates the categories of records that are excluded from mandatory disclosure. The second prescribed exemption, Public Officers Law Section 87 applies to records that if disclosed would constitute an unwarranted invasion of personal privacy, as defined by Public Officers Law Section 89 
Public Officers Law Section 89 in turn, supplies the statutory authority for an agency to delete identifying details in order to prevent unwarranted invasions of personal privacy Public Officers Law Section 89 it further provides that disclosure shall not be construed to constitute an unwarranted invasion of personal privacy, such that disclosure may be compelled, where identifying details are deleted. Public Officers Law Section 89 FOIL does not, however, contain a similar redaction provision applicable to Public Officers Law Section 87. We discussed this omission in matter of short v. Board of MGRs, of Nassau County Med. Center, which involved a FOIL request for medical records relating to claims for Medicaid reimbursement for abortions performed at a medical center. There, the court held that the requested records were specifically exempted from FOIL disclosure under Public Officers Law Section 87 and state statutes governing patient privacy, and that redacted disclosure of the records, with all personal identifying data deleted, could not be compelled id, at 402. The court recognized that the statutory authority to redact under FOIL does not extend to records exempt from disclosure by state or federal statute under Public Officers Law Section 87 rather, redaction authority for exempt records extends only to FOIL's unwarranted invasion of personal privacy exemption, Public Officers Law Section 87 at 401. As we explained in short, by explicitly providing for redaction only within a single specified category, the unwarranted invasion of personal privacy category, the legislature demonstrated its intention to restrict the deletion device to that single category id, at 404. In other words, had the legislature sought to authorize court-ordered redaction for the FOIL exemption at issue, Public Officers Law Section 87 it could have easily done so see McKinney's cons. Laws of NY Book 1 Statute section 74 82 CJS Statute section 408 Accordingly even though the preservation of individual confidentiality might be served by deletion of identifying details the court determined that redaction of records exempt under public officers law section 87 could not be compelled short Short's holding was reaffirmed nearly 2 decades later in matter of Carlin v McMahon there, the New York State Police denied the petitioner's FOIL request pursuant to Civil Rights Law Section 50B, which provides a statutory exemption from disclosure for documents that tend to identify the victim of a sex offense Carlin. On appeal, the court remitted the matter to Supreme Court to determine whether the police had met their burden of showing that Civil Rights Law Section 50B apply d to all the records the petitioner seeks id. The court made clear, however, that if the statute applied, redacted disclosure could not be compelled. I n so far as the records are exempt from disclosure pursuant to state statute, the police are not obligated to provide the records, even though redaction might remove all details which tend to identify the victim. Id citations omitted. Here, as in Short and Carlin, the requested records are exempt from disclosure under Public Officers Law Section 87 which contains no statutory authorization for redaction. As such, as in Short and Carlin, redacted disclosure cannot be compelled. The dissent's core contention, that Short and Carlin should not be followed J. Rivera dissenting op at 22, and the court should extend the use of redaction to Public Officers Law Section 87 is perhaps a predicate on which to ground an argument to the legislature that foil should be amended short. It is not grounds for judicial revision of FOIL id. IV. 
This case presents a straightforward application of Civil Rights Law Section 50A and Public Officers Law Section 87 which mandate confidentiality and supply no authority to compel redacted disclosure. To the extent the dissent would prefer to revoke civil rights protections afforded to police officers, civil rights law section 50A, victims of sex crimes, civil rights law section 50B, medical patients, public health law section 2803C, 3F, or others, those arguments are properly directed to the legislature. The order of the appellate division should be affirmed with costs and the certified question not answered as unnecessary. Opinion by Judge Garcia. Chief Judge DiFiori and Judges Fahey and Feynman concur. Judge Stein concurs in result in an opinion. Judge Rivera dissents in an opinion. Judge Wilson dissents in a separate dissenting opinion. Decision podcasts by the New York Prosecutors Training Institute are made possible by VoicePods. Convert your text to voice at voicepods.com. Read this decision at NIPT Law www.nypti.org slash law